healthy living shouldn't be a chore. Let's get the best you you can imagine. From the Wellhouse in Nanaimo, this is the Wellhouse Podcast. There's two ways that a chiropractor basically approaches anybody. It's from the top down or from the bottom up. Uh, the top down is neurologically looking at somebody. Obviously, the brain communicates through the spinal cord, out through the spine to the rest of the body. But then you can look very mechanically at somebody's body as well, uh, which looks at all the ground reaction forces and how the, the feet are actually balanced and how the knees are balanced over the feet and the pelvis and then the spine over top of that foundation. So when you're looking at that method of analyzing a patient, uh, feet become almost priority to make sure that that foundation with the ground is, is adequate. It's a really rich area of practice to focus on someone's feet. And it is something that we look at in terms of the postural exam when people come in. We're looking at their feet as well. And sometimes that surprises people. You can get a ton of information from the way someone stands, from the way someone walks, from the wear pattern on their shoes. I was just reading that if you don't have proper mobility in that one big toe, it can throw the rest of your body off completely, which is why a very thorough physical exam is important. When you get out of the shower, look down at your shower mat or look down at the floor. You can use the wet foot test and you can look at actually symmetry between your feet. You can see if you're leaning to one side, you can see if you have no arch on one side or if you have no arch on one side and tons of, uh, and a flat foot on the other. Typically when we choose to look more heavily at the ground up approach uh, than the, the top down is when somebody comes in um, with pain after activity. Uh, obviously focused on kind of foot, knee, or hip pain. Um, but if it's worse when running or exercising or going up and down stairs, um, that's when we want to start looking a little bit more towards the feet. Um, but, you know, it should be said that um, we've helped people with migraines uh, by putting custom foot orthotics mm-hmm. into somebody's feet. Um, so your foot can certainly affect anything all the way up the chain right to the top of your head. One thing you can do to improve the health of your feet and your entire body is to walk around your house barefoot. And this is because our bodies were made to walk barefoot. We were not made to be uh, encased in these shoes 24-7, as we are now for society's purposes. We don't walk around with our bare feet on asphalt or in the mall. But when you're at home, you have the freedom to walk around without your shoes on. And that enables your feet to get to know the ground and react properly to the ground reaction forces, as Dr. Glenn mentioned. Uh, And from there, the health of your entire kinetic chain can be improved. When you look at the way that your foot hits the ground when it's in a shoe, it's receiving impaired information because that, that information is not actually true. When you place your foot on the ground, when you don't have a shoe on, your foot receives information from the ground. That information is passed along through your nervous system to the brain. And then the information on how to react to that ground force is passed along to your foot, to your knee, to your ankle, to your hip, to your spine. And so by walking with a bare foot, you are training your nervous system to respond to its environment in a much more refined way than you do with shoes on. Customer orthotic is an insole that you put into somebody's shoe. Uh, and there's lots of different forms of them and there's lots of different ways to create those orthotics. They have a variety of different purposes. Uh, I would say the most common, which 
people probably would be surprised to hear is for leveling the pelvis where, where you put a little lift under one compared to the other. Uh, very common after knee or hip replacement. Um, but it's amazing how people can be asymmetrical when, when they come in here and maybe need just a couple, uh, couple millimeters on one side or the other. Um, so orthotics have a variety of different uses. Um, I think the most important thing for people to understand is that uh, one orthotic is not good for everybody. You want to make sure that whoever's examining you um, has the tools to do a thorough examination, not just based on your feet, but based on your knees and your, your back all the way up to your neck, and then a variety of different options uh, that they can then support with different orthotics. We have a variety of orthotics, which are always fun. We have the standard kind of work boot orthotic. We have one specifically for golfers. Uh, they have just different flex points in them. We have one for runners, which is probably our second most common, uh, right down in the pediatric type orthotics where they flex and support a pediatric developing foot a little bit differently as well. So uh, lots of different fun choices. And you go right up to the elite runner um, custom fiber orthotic, which is a few thousand dollars, so I don't know um, if we sell too many of those, but lots of different options and varieties of orthotics. You've heard the saying, the foot bones connected to the shin bone. But there's not just one foot bone, there's several. Today's quiz, how many exactly? How many bones are in each of your feet? The answer at the end of today's episode. A regular standard orthotic can run from our baseline of orthotics uh, around $250, I think, um, upwards of $450-$500 is kind of the price range for just a normal standard everyday orthotic. Most insurance programs will cover orthotics to some extent. We do find that insurance companies are pretty good with their coverage. And the good news is that if anything in your body changes, insurance coverage provides for a new pair at least every couple of years. And so that applies when someone loses weight, when they gain weight. People do come in for foot pain and that orthotics are sometimes used just for correcting the feet as well. Uh, most common, I would say, is plantar fasciitis. Definitely. It's really an easy one for people to self-diagnose. Um, plantar fasciitis is the, the thin layer that goes underneath your arch, um, inserts into the heel and up into the toes, and it kind of cre- keeps the arch up. Um, Pain with plantar fasciitis is always the first few steps um, in the morning or after rest. So if you notice you're really ginger getting out of bed mm-hmm. or if you've been sitting at your desk for a while and getting up and that's when their pain is underneath your arch, you're pretty sure that that's going to be plantar fasciitis. The nice thing about that is it responds very easily with orthotics. Orthotics can happen two different ways. Uh, when we prescribe them, um, people get into them, especially if it's for plantar fasciitis, and they start feeling better. And then the kind of the one-year, two-year mark comes up, uh, people will stop using their orthotics and their plantar fascia pain doesn't come back. There is that set of population uh, where it does come back. And those people are the ones that are in orthotics for the rest of their lives, and they always have those in their shoes. I would say, like anything, uh, the sooner that you start the correction, the better. Mm-hmm. So it is the reason why uh, we look at feet in our teenage patients and, and early 20s uh, to see if we can start making those changes earlier and hopefully prevent people from having to wear the orthotics forever. Some of the things that you'll notice in your kids, uh, one is footwear. So if they're really wearing out the outside of the heel um, under the shoe, or if you notice there's a bulge coming through on the inside of the arch, um, that's an indication. When they're standing steady, it'll look like their feet are actually rolling inwards. Um, You can see that during activity. If you're really watching your kid, you'll see that the knee starts bowing to the inside uh, through their gait cycle. So I would think those are some of the common things you can pick up as a parent. 
there's an easy test that you can do that we do in the office, which is get them to squat on one leg. Um, a healthy foot will allow the knee to squat right over top of the toe when it's going up and down. Um, if your child has a very pronated foot, you'll notice that that knee starts going in towards the midline and the inside of the foot starts collapsing. Um, that's an obvious sign that they should be in and looking for some orthotics. If someone comes to us with foot pain, their exam is going to look a lot like what we would examine them for, for a low back complaint as well. We, we, we do a very thorough exam for any complaint. Anybody comes in, we look at the, the body as a whole. So in addition to the SCMG, we would add our foot scanner, which we have over in the corner there. And that gives us an, an image of what the foot, the feet look like when they're standing. And so we have a readout of stresses on the feet and that we can add to the rest of the information that we've, we've gathered to give a more complete picture of that person's issues. The body has 206 bones in it, and 28 of those bones are in the feet. There are a lot of moving parts there, 33 joints and about 100 tendons. The feet are an important part of your overall back and spine health. The Wellhouse Podcast is a production of The Wellhouse, a team of Nanaimo chiropractors and naturopaths. The advice shared on this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. As such, it should not be relied upon to make any medical decisions. This podcast is produced by Nanaimo's EngageQ Digital. If you want more information about the topics covered on this program, give us a call at 250-729-7411 and tell us you heard our podcast or visit our website at thewellhouse.ca. That's 250-729-7411 or thewellhouse.ca. Thanks for listening.